0: On page 46, um, she starts off with, But in the small world you occupy in in El Barrio and Venues, you do not know that there are millions of teenagers and children feeling what you are feeling, experiencing what you are experiencing, the disorientation, this loss of stability, of safety, the sure knowledge that you can wake up one morning and find anyone, maybe everyone, gone. You only know what you can calculate. He will miss your high school ex- performances. He will miss your graduation. He will miss four birthday celebrations. Your 18th. There will be no thanksgivings at grandma's. No Christmases. The th- the kisses and hugs that once embarrassed you and then sustained you will also be gone. You do not have words to explain any of this. The full measure of the loss. Do words even exist to explain some of some forms of devastation? Are the the pictures of That approximate in real world terms what the shattered heart of a black girl looks like. This is why you took it away quietly in secret secret pockets. This is why you act like you are fine. This is why you go to school and pretend that algebraic equations that never add up to your father coming back home make some kind of sense. This is why sometimes you think, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe now in this particular section she's speaking about the he that she's speaking about is her father as because as i've said before like he before like she he goes back to jail and she loses sort of the connection to that side of her family um but like on top of the connection that she loses she also just loses like sort of like just it's almost like missing a piece of your life like because this person this prevalent, per- this person was here, that was here, this this figure that was here is no longer there. Um, and then like, as a result, they're not able to experience with you the, like you're not any of your life experience experiences from then on are not in completeness because they're, they're missing, um, this, this particular section, um, related to me because I was, I was kind of struck with how accurate, um, it, this section was to my own life, I have a father who was in and out of jail for some time um and then finally, in two thousand and nine he was deported back to jamaica um and you know at the time, like what you call it, like I didn't think about how much I would be missing because. You know, um, once you're deported, you have a ten-year ban before you can apply for a visa to come back to the U.S. But I didn't think about like the, what I would be missing. I I was sad in the moment. I was sad because like he had always been a figure in my life, and like to just for him to just be gone was kind of crazy. Like it, it was just. Of course, my 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 reaction would be to be sad, right? But at the same time, like as time passed i i realized how numb i was becoming to the fact that he wasn't there even though i was so very aware of it you know the the birthdays he missed because it, i was only 9 when he left um you know um uh, what you call it the the fact that like you know i couldn't i couldn't spend time with him anymore the the sort of loss of touch or like re- Um, that to that side of my family because I would always go over my grandmother's house because of him I would always like me and my my siblings from his side because we're all from different mothers um what you call it like we had sort of this angering figure to like you know keep us together and that was my father and like when he left like we didn't have anymore so it became harder for us to like you know feel like we had we could, we had reasons to like meet up because we were all so different. We're all different in ages. We're all different in places like locations. Um, You know, we, we all grown up different lives. So it was hard because he wasn't there. Um, And I think the only time I started really thinking about like, I've, I've, I've got to visit him um, twice now in Jamaica and it's been, it's always been nice. I really love, love going and meeting his family. Um, But you know, I think the time that it finally came, all came to like a center where I was actually starting to reflect again, and like, wow, he, he really hasn't been able to be here. Um, and whose fault is that? Well, I don't, I don't know the specifics of the situation, but still, like, it was when I was having my high school graduation, and I contemplated making a speech about how, like, my father wasn't able to be in attendance and why me graduate, but why me graduating was so important regardless of him, you know, not being able to be there. He missed my graduation. And, I, and although it wasn't his fault because he's not allowed in the U S like I was just thinking like, it's just amazing, like kind of crazy, like how much it was affecting me in that moment. Like he couldn't be here with me as I was graduating and moving on to college, something that he's, he's always, you know, wanted for me to, go to. Um he couldn't be there. Um and and I just like thinking about that is just really devastating on you know, because I realized not only did, was this something that I deal deal with but um Patrice Concollers deal with dealt with. And then also, you know, on top of that she also we both also recognized that You know, there's millions of other black girls that might be feeling the same, that are feeling the same ways because their fathers have been taken away from them by these systems of oppressions that have probably, that have led to, you know, them, their fathers probably going to jail um, or, like, being taken away in some way. So, like, I, it's devastating the fact that, like, I know I am not standalone in this. Um, And then, you know... The only thing positive that I, I have been able to come out, like, that has been able to come out from this, this you know, is, like, the fact that, you know, it's, we're in 2019, so that means that the 10-year ban is almost up, and I asked my father um, a few months ago about, like, if he would be able to attend my college graduation. Um if he was able to apply for his visa in time and come back to U S or tra- at least on a child visa or something like that, if he would be able to attend. And that is obviously in the works, who knows, um, what could happen. But like, I feel like that if he's able to come, like, I feel like that's also it's so it's a very small win and it's kind of like reflect, but like, it's very reflective of like, I guess the impact, I feel like it will be a win for, like, sort of the things that um, Produce Carl Color speaks about the Black Lives Matter movement, trying to, like, you know, find a way to, like, recognize the, the, find a way that, like, this, that recognizes this movement as something more than just, like, you know, like, just something more than just a, uh, like, a sort of, just a thing that, like, randomly sprung out of nowhere and has no, like, sort of substance. Um, and so I feel like I, my win, the win that I will feel, like, or the the satisfaction I will feel knowing that my my father is, like, able to attend my graduation is sort of the satisfaction that I want to, I like, is the sort of, I want to, like, be able to feel that sort satisfac- of satisfaction for Pratish Khan Colors herself. That's something... Like, I wanted to parallel that, if it makes sense. I don't... Um, but, you know, like I said, everything is in the works and only time can tell. I just wanted to share with uh, a personal, um, you know, rela- relationship that I had to that um, section of Patrice Concolor's text. Um, and I'm glad I got to do that. Um, and I'm glad that, like, I got to read this book because, it, like I said, it, it just sort of break, broke down everything... About the stigmas that that's around like Black Lives Matter and like why, you know, it's just not, it, it's not some a movement that doesn't have any substance. In fact, it's a movement that is rooted in so many people's lives, in so many people's lives. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to my last podcast. Uh, uh, it's been great. I really enjoyed um, doing these, even though I hate myself when I can't, like, think on the spot. But I this has been great practice for it, and I'm, I'm glad that, like, I had the opportunity to do so in this class. All right. Um, welcome to my last reaction paper of the quarter, reaction paper number six, or reaction podcast number six, uh, since we've been doing that for the last two uh, doing podcasts. Uh, my name is Cheniere. Um I'm excited to talk to you about today's topic or theme and it centers around the book um black, well my bad <laughs> when they call you a terrorist by patrice Concolors. um patrice Concolors uh is the person who st- is one of the co-founders of the black lives matter movement which has evolved into a lot of many things uh, 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 like a many many things um over the the time that it has started which was um primarily start stemming from like Police violence cases, such as the Trayvon um, Martin um, police violence case, and so on and so forth. Uh, unfortunately, um, that the fact that I can say so on and so forth um, is actually like you know reflecting on it right now, and where in this pre- present moment is kind of interesting. Um, it's actually kind of sad, um, but uh, she, she this book is sort of her, I guess, um, way of speaking about the things and speaking about her life as sort of the catalyst catalyst for why this movement needs to be created as well as the lives of others in this, in the next part, um, in the this part two of the book, which speaks about the black lives matter movement itself. And, but like, I think what I appreciate most about this book is the way that she is the fact that she starts off, um, speaking about the different things in her life, like the, her relationship to the black men in her life, um, which uh, she had two brothers, um, and, uh, two fathers, actually, because, um, she had a father who she turned, she learned that it wasn't her father when she was about I think 12 years old. Um, and then she also had a father who she also was able to meet her biological follow- father, um, shortly after. Um, but, um, what she call it, basically, I, I just, I really appreciated that, like, you know, she had this sort of, like, um, I remember reading in Brian Stevenson's um, Just Mercy this idea of, of getting close. I feel like this was necessary, especially in, in, with, in relation to the title, for people to get close to her life um, like, and understand where exactly she comes from and why the Black Lives Matter movement is necessary and why, you know, just acknowledgement uh, of the oppression and the, the mistreatment of um, African-Americans and other groups of color should be something that like is is a, a movement should be created out of it um, because it's it's something that is so prevalent in our in our lives. Um, and especially especially in my life. Um, and that's kind of the goal of this sort of pod, this podcast or reaction paper um, that I want to speak about here, because um, in doing so and getting close with. A Patrice colors life, um, in the first few paragraphs, I was also able to, you know, do some reflecting on my own, um, and, you know, I just, I just wanted to, like, speak about, like, how much, like, I was able to see myself in, you know, her own story, um, That being said, we are from different generations. She was not born at the same time I was. She's she was born in during a time that like the war on drugs was really prevalent. While I was born, um, you know, sort of like after it had been in effect for many years, and so because I was born in two thousand, and like just seeing the after effects of all of that. Um, But the fact that like I was still able to relate to her on so many things. Um, I think was what really struck me the most. Um, and also, you know, there's specific parts, too, that I would like to... The specific parts that I would like to highlight um, is kind of a long part. Um, it's actually right after she meets her... She meets her father, um, her, her biological father, who um, goes back to jail after they had hung out for a while, after they had finally, like, be rekindled Bonds, like, after she had been intro- introduced to his family, after she had, like, become acquainted with them, and, like, you know, was he was finally starting to be, like, an actual figure in his life. Um, you know, I think... And she was just explaining... She was just speaking... Of, like This wasn't necessarily, like, a part of the text, but she was speak It was sort of, like... I felt like it was a really poetic um, sort of explanation of the, the things she felt um, when he went away or the things she lost when he went away.